Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is knife. K-N-I-F-E. Which you'd like to put on my back. Really? <laughs> you bet your life! <laughs> the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present... Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... Groucho! Hello, Adam. Oh, that's me. Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples. Groucho, we invited some people from the world of scouting to the program tonight. Really? Yes, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Bill Ollinger. His partner is Miss Martha Pendergast, and here they come. Folks, come on in and meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome, kids, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you use every day. Oh, thank God. Martha, Miss Martha Prendergast, huh? That's right. You're, where are you from? From Kansas City? No, I'm from Roseville, New Jersey, originally. Roosevelt, New Jersey? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mr. Bill Ollinger, huh? That's right. Where, where were you born, Bill? Texarkana, Texas. Texas? That's right. oh. <laughs> Somebody out there from Peru, I think. <laughs> Ma Martha, I won't ask you how old you are, should I? I don't mind telling you. Well, you're... You say, how old are you, Martha? I'm 39. 39, huh? Mm -hmm. Are you related to Jack Benny at all? <laughs> Well, Jack Benny was 39 last year. And oh, I'm this year would be 38, I suppose. <laughs> and how old are you, Bill? 17. 17? Well, what's a few years' difference to a sailor? Huh? <laughs> Is that right, matey? Well, I'm not a sailor. I'm a Sea Scout, branch of the Senior Scouts. Oh, Boy Scout? Is that the case? That's right. Well, in that case, the romance is off. Huh? <laughs> well, uh, you say you're not a sailor? Bill, no. uh, well, why are you wearing that uniform? Well, this is the official uniform of the Sea Explorers. Of the Sea Explorers? Yes. Well, then you're certainly not in the Navy. Sailors do all their exploring on land, don't they? Uh, hardly. Is there much difference between the Sea Scouts and the regular Scouts? Well, we do everything the regular Scouts do, except we do it on the water. Well, that'd be interesting. I'd like to watch you on a 14-mile hike sometime. <laughs> Martha, I didn't quite catch uh, Fenneman's introduction. Uh, precisely, what is it that you do? Well, I'm the executive director of the Girl Scouts of Los Angeles. You mean you're a Girl Scout? Yes. Well, what does your job consist of, uh, briefly? Well, right now, I, with the board of directors of Los Angeles, I'm responsible for Girl Scouting in Los Angeles area. Is that so? Yeah. Well, how are you making out? Well, we're making out pretty well. We have 17,400 girls in this area. No wonder my scouting is at a total loss. You've got a monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> Do the Girl Scouts have a motto like, uh, keep your powder dry? Well, we have a motto, be prepared. How about you, Bill? Uh, what is your motto in the, in the, the deep sea? Uh, sea be scout? prepared. Be prepared, huh? Well, that's a lot of preparedness. <laughs> What's the matter? Don't you trust each other? <laughs> Well, I'm fairly familiar with land scouting, but uh, how do you conduct your activities on water? We use a boat. 
Well, I didn't think they pumped each scout full of air to keep them afloat. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a mud scout do you use? That's an LCVP. LCVP? I used to know her very well. <laughs> she lived in Pittsburgh, as I recall. No, I think it was Harrisburg. Did you know LCVP? No. Would you mind describing this uh, scow that this, uh, this, uh, you were labor on? Yeah. It's a 36-foot boat, and it has a 10-foot cabin. The helm is inside the cabin. And What's your language, boy? <laughs> it uh, stands three feet out of the water. What did you say is... It? <laughs> you mean when you're in this thing, you ride three feet out of the water? Now, where is this ship? It's at uh, Cabrillo Beach, San Pedro Harbor. Uh-huh. Well, is anybody on it now? Or? No. Where is it? What is it doing there? It's uh, tied to a boy. <laughs> How old is this boy? <laughs> well, it's not a boy. It's a mooring. Don't change the subject. What is this boy's name? <laughs> you mean no. to say this kid is in the water day and night down there? <laughs> what about his parents? Don't they object to him? No. <laughs> he must be awfully waterlogged when he gets home in the evening. <laughs> I wonder if he's related to LCVP, Elizabeth. <laughs> now, to what far-flung exotic ports uh, do you journey in this uh, ship of yours? Well, the furthest we've ever gone was Catalina. <laughs> ah, the mysterious East. <laughs> Could, uh, would you take me along on one of your sea explorations? Well, our skipper doesn't allow us to take passengers. That skipper's got to go. <laughs> what do I have to do to be a skipper? Well, you have to be, have... Uh, first of all, you have to know navigation. Then you have to have good character. You have to be physically strong, <laughs> mentally awake, morally straight. You have to have a good reputation, above all. <laughs> you haven't mentioned any category where I would qualify. <laughs> Well, you're both good scouts, and if I ever meet you in a revolving door, I'll be sure and do my good turn for the day. <laughs> now then, we're going to play you bet your life. For a chance of $1,000. Right now, I want you to pay close attention to something of great importance. The new DeSoto Fire Dome 8 is now at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. The most exciting, most talked-about car in America. The new DeSoto Fire Dome 8 with the new 160-horsepower Fire Dome V8 engine. Here is the most revolutionary engine design in a generation, and it's years ahead of every other type of passenger car engine built today. The unique hemispherical or dome-shaped combustion chambers actually produce more power from every drop of gas. This means to you tremendous reserve power and acceleration at all speeds, and on regular gasoline. See it tomorrow. Drive this great new car, the DeSoto Fire Dome 8, with the new 160-horsepower Fire Dome V8 engine, now at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. The new 160-horsepower DeSoto Fire Dome 8. All right, now let's see how you work together as a team. Uh, George? Yes, sir. This is Mr. Fen Have you met Mr. Fenneman? Yes, I This is Mr. Fenneman. 
Uh, would you mind explaining the rules? This is Martha and this is Bill. How do you do? Thank you. Uh, you better. They're married. I forgot to tell you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you bet as much of your twenty dollars as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the Desoto Plymouth thousand dollar question at the end of the show. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you twenty dollars. You select the terms used in plane geometry. All right. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Seventeen. 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 Let them hear us. Seventeen. Okay. What is the short, uh, shortest distance between two points? A line. A line. A straight line is right. <laughs> well, you now have thirty-seven dollars. Now remember, you're going for a thousand dollars tonight. How much of the thirty-seven dollars will you bet on this one? Thirty-four. You can talk. Thirty-four. Okay. Now, what do you call the length of or distance around a circle? Circumference. The circumference is right. You now have seventy-one dollars. Here's your third question. How much of the seventy-one are you going to go for? Sixty-five. How Sixty-five. Sixty-five. How many degrees in a right angle? Ninety degrees. Ninety degrees is right. You now have one hundred thirty-six dollars. Say, I'm landing something here tonight too. One hundred twenty-five. How much have they got? 136. And you're going to bet 100 and what? 25. 125. What do you call a five-sided figure? There's one in Washington. Pentagon. Pentagon is right. <laughs> and you wind up what with $261. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. We invited some uh, women lawyers to the uh, program tonight, Groucho, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mrs. Uh, Elsie Manahan, and her partner is a husband from the audience, right over there he is now. Uh, Groucho, this guy's Mr. wild. We have the one. This is Fred Clark, uh, Groucho. This Fred Clark, uh, well, put it there, Fred. Delighted to meet you, Groucho. Glad to meet you, Freddie, old boy. Uh, Miss, uh, Miss Elsie Manahan, huh? That's right. That's a good old Irish name, isn't Just it? Just a little bit. A little bit. You're a woman lawyer, eh? That's right. I used to go with one. She had quite a case on me, too. <laughs> we only went together two months. It was just a briefcase. So. <laughs> Where are you from, uh, uh, Elsie? I'm from Akron, Ohio. Akron? That's oh, I used to play Akron, Ohio. <laughs> Colonial theater there. How long since you've left Akron? Well, I don't want to tell you how long since I've left, but I left when I was two. <laughs> well, there wasn't any Colonial theater then. <laughs> There's hardly any Akron. <laughs> Mr. Fred Clark, is that your that's name? That's right, that's right. He used to be a manager of the Pittsburgh uh, baseball Yeah, club. I know him very well. You're not Fred, you're not that No, I'm not the same fellow. Where Where are you from? Atlanta and Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, o- Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Chicago. I've lived all around. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been cheaper to pay your hotel bills? <laughs> no, I- I had a company that paid them, thank the Lord. You were sort of a roving minstrel, huh? No, no, you see, I was at it quite a while. I see. Well, where are you living now, Fred? I'm living out at 1034 South Catalina Street, I see. Los Angeles. Oh, how soon do you plan on moving? Well, I <laughs> looked like I might have to move pretty soon. Rain got me the other night about 2 o'clock in the morning, and... I had a little little row with, with with the owner this morning. I hired a man to help me try to keep the rain off and had a little row with him. I might move. 
Well, I'd wait for another rainstorm. Just <laughs> take it easy. One rain, and the pipe broke, and he said it was an act of God. And I told him I didn't think God break any pipes. <laughs> Are you married? I was, but I didn't work out very good. Well, I'm sorry, sorry to hear that. How long did it last? Thirty-one years. <laughs> I fight, but I hung you were married thirty-one years? You betcha. Well, you just didn't give it a chance. <laughs> didn't give me a chance either. <laughs> how uh, how old are you, uh, Fred? Pushing sixty. You're pushing 60? You betcha. From which direction? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Elsie, you're a, a lady lawyer, is that That's right? That's right. I'd like to ask you a question. Uh, what is your age? 33. 33. Is that the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? It's the best of my knowledge. <laughs> Some lawyer, eh? <laughs> Have you ever made any mistakes in court, like swearing at the judge instead of swearing in the witness? Well, I did make uh, one mistake. I represented a fellow who was charged with, with passing bad checks. Oh, I and know I... a fellow was charged with, with Celso once, and uh, <laughs> had quite a time in court. Well, I made the mistake of accepting a, a check from him in payment for my fee. <laughs> and this check... Uh, Inbound. Now, anything else happened to you of a similar Well, nature? I did have a, a rather embarrassing experience one day. I walked into court with a client. He was an, a gentleman, an elderly gentleman, and very distinguished looking. And we walked up to the bench, and the judge looked down, and he spoke to my client, and he says, What is she charged with? <laughs> That's something like the salsa joke, isn't it? <laughs> Fred, let's get back to you, shall we? Not that I want to particularly, but the sponsor says I have to talk to everybody. Yeah? <laughs> now, as a matter of fact, I'd like to talk to you. Thank because... you. That goes double on my side. Well, that's fine. Put it there, Fred. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> what kind of work do you do? Well, I'm trying to... I've retired, and I'm trying to grow old gracefully. Mm-hmm. Why don't you be like me and grow old disgracefully? Can <laughs> <laughs> I get caught? <laughs> It's not too bad, Fred. Well, <laughs> I'll have to get you to help me, God. They're very, very lenient on us oldsters. Yeah, uh, you're not as old as I am by a long shot. Well? Well? <laughs> you paid me a compliment, I'll pay you one. Yes, and it's I mean unfortunate it that we're both lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, a good lie is better than the truth sometimes. Yes, it certainly is. Say, you're quite a philosopher, Fred. Well, thank you. You're sort so of are a you. rolling Benjamin Franklin. So are you. <laughs> What, have you, what kind of work have you done in the, in the Oh, past? I started out... I mean, before you were breaking pipes in somebody's started house. Started out in the plumbing business and lasted one day. You were, you were a plumber for one day? Just one day. And you made enough in one day to retire? No, I told the plumber I didn't like that business. He said, you're a smart boy, so I went into something else. <laughs> He's real cute, this guy. <laughs> Well, it's been nice talking to you two and education. And, and Elsie, next time I see my lawyer, I'll be able to give him some good advice. I'll just tell him to see the DeSoto Fire Dome 8 tomorrow. All right, now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the $1,000 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but Mr. Fenneman is going to remind our listeners. The Sea Scout and the Girl Scout leader won $261, and the secret word is knife. <laughs> <laughs> 
Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected song titles that tell a story is your category. Is that clear? Okay. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you bet and talk right up? How about 1950? Right. 1950. All right. Jerry Failing and his orchestra will play this song. You give me the title. Okay, Jerry. Somebody stole my gal. That's right. Somebody stole my gal. And you're on your What are you? What, what's the answer you guess? Did you mean it, or was it true? No, you're close, but uh, it's do I worry? Oh. You were flirting with it. Well, that's we a shame. We were worrying, all right. And that's not a shame. How is that? Not an easy question. All right. Now, how much have they got? Fifty cents. 50 right. Cents. How much of the fifty cents are you going to roll? Twenty-five cents. Yeah. Twenty-five. All right. Here you. Here we go. <laughs> baby and you now have 75 cents. Right. <laughs> and it's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much are you going to bet? Shall we shoot the work? All of it. We shoot it everything. Okay, cents. here we go. Play, Mr. F. can't let him go away, can we? Nobody leaves here with a buck and a half. Nobody leaves here with less than $25. I'm going to give you one more question. Answer it correctly, and we give you uh, $23.50, right. right? All right, and no help in the audience, because this is a tough question. You ready? Yeah. Yes. Who is buried in Grant's tomb? <laughs> right. General Grant is right. Put it there, Grant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have a couple of young ladies for you now, Groucho. They were chosen from our studio audience just before we went on the air. I'll let you find out more about them as you talk to them. Um, Miss Haya Tarnar and Miss Marion Aberdeen, come on in here and meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome. Welcome, youngsters, for the Soda Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you use every day. Talk to you first. What is your name? Haya. Haya, but what's your name? Haya Tarnar. Oh, in that case, higher, higher. Where, where are you from uh, originally, higher? Haifa. <laughs> higher from Haifa, eh? <laughs> is that anywhere near semicolon, Haifa? <laughs> where is Haifa? It's in Israel. Oh, Israel. Uh, well, higher, you're the first person we've ever had up here who's from Israel. And after looking at you, I... <laughs> after casing you, higher, I hope you won't... <laughs> Aren't native-born Israeli pretty rare? I, I thought everybody over there was from someplace else. Uh, well, we are pretty rare, even in Israel. And uh, as a matter of fact, they, we have a nickname. They call us uh, Sabras, which means uh, cactus in English. Sabra means cactus in, in English? Right. Why, why do they call you Sabra? Well, we're supposed to be uh, sweet on the inside and full of thorns on the outside. 
Well, uh, higher, if you're a cactus, I'm just an old desert rat. That's <laughs> Marion Aberdeen? That's right. Uh, that must be, I'm sorry I've been ignoring you, but I got involved with Cactus Pete over here. That's <laughs> all right. As a matter of fact, I wasn't uh, exactly ignoring you anyhow. I was looking out at you at the corner of my eye. Marion Aberdeen, then. Eh? That's a Scotch name. Are you from, from uh, Scotland? No, but my father's Scotch-Canadian. Oh. Your father's Scotch-Canadian. That makes you one-fifth of Scotch, eh? <laughs> like that. Where are you from, Marion? I was born in Syracuse, New York, in this hospital that was torn down right afterwards to make a big Coca-Cola bottling works. Then we moved to Shelton, Connecticut. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> you mean they took a look at you and tore down the hospital? Yes. That's not very I flattering, is <laughs> Well, I don't think you scare anybody now. There's more money in Coca-Cola than there was in me, I guess they figured. There's probably a lot of Coca-Cola in you, too. <laughs> How old are you, Mary? Eighteen. Are you married? No. Engaged? No. How about you, Haya? How old are you? Twenty-four. Married? No. Engaged? No. Neither of you is married or engaged, eh? Ah, Marx has good news tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what good deed have I done to deserve all this? <laughs> Now, Hire, I gather from that uniform you're wearing, you work for some kind of an airline. Is that right? Yes, I'm an airline hostess. I work for the El Al Israel Airlines, which is... Uh, what is that? El Al... Uh, El Al... Uh, uh, that's right, El Al. It's... Uh, in, in Hebrew, it means up to the heights. Uh-huh. Well, I hope you stay there when you're in the plane, huh? I hope so, too. And where do you fly? Uh, we fly to Europe and the States, uh, stopping in cities like uh, Istanbul, Rome, Paris, Zurich, London, New York... Are you scared when you're up there? Sometimes. <laughs> well, since Israel is only three years old, your airline is, is just a baby, isn't it? Is it safe to fly with you? Uh, you can't have had too much experience in three years. Well, I think it's safe. Uh, we have very experienced personnel. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, my pilot, uh, Captain O'Reilly, has about 10,000... <laughs> Hiya, my ears are not what they used to be. <laughs> Would you mind repeating that? So Captain O'Reilly. Captain O'Reilly? <laughs> He's a, a native of Israel? No. <laughs> he must live on the outskirts. So. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We have most of our pilots are Americans. Oh, well, why is that? Because they have uh, experience of eight or nine years, which uh, our boys haven't got it yet. Mm-hmm. Hiya, tell us some more about Israel. Uh, what is the climate like over there? Uh, just like California. <laughs> you mean the sun shines every day, but you're building lots of flood projects? <laughs> well, it happened to us, but it happened here. It was very unusual, but we had the fla- floods the same time you had them here. Is that so? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a kindred and kindred spirits. Uh, now, how about industry? What sort of things do you export? Uh, our biggest export is uh, oranges. Uh, we grow oranges as big as grapefruits. You're proud of that, eh? Well, don't get too cocky. California's pretty good, too, you know. Out here, we raise grapefruit as big as oranges. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're charming girls, and I hope all three of us will be very happy in the near future. (laughs) Now you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,000 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but uh, Mr. Fenneman's going to remind our listeners. 
The Sea Scout and the Girl Scout leader lead with $261. See how smart you girls are. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build your $20. You selected royalty as your category. Here's your face. This is Mr. Fenneman. Hi. Uh, how are you doing? No, this is higher. <laughs> how much of the $20 will you bet and talk real loud? Fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. Fifteen. Okay, what is the wife of a baron called? Baroness. Baroness. Baroness is right. You're on your way, you have $35. Now, how much of the 35 are you going to risk? 30. 30. 30, yeah. 30. What is the wife of a duke called? Duchess. Duchess is right. You've now climbed to $65. 65 is your third question. How much is the 65? 60. 60? All right. What was the wife of a czar called? Tsarina. Among other things, she was called a Tsarina. That's right. That's right, a Tsarina. You know. I don't know out of him until I say Tsarina. <laughs> oh, well, we haven't trained. You now have $125. And is your last chance to beat the other couples? How much of the $125 are you going to bet? All of it. Hmm? Well, what have we got to lose? Okay. 125. Shoot the works. <laughs> I bet she owns part of that Coca-Cola plant. <laughs> what is the wife of an emperor called? Empress. An empress is right. Well, you wind up with $250, and that means the Sea Scout... And the Girl Scout leader with $261 in just one minute get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question. It's here, the exciting new DeSoto Fire Dome 8 with power steering, one of the most remarkable advancements in automobile history. Here is the new DeSoto feature that takes almost all the effort out of turning the wheels. Imagine, one finger. Yes, one finger is all it takes to turn the wheels, even when the car is at a standstill. In parking your car, you've never known anything to compare with DeSoto power steering. With no more effort than it takes you to dial a phone, you can turn the wheels and glide comfortably into the tightest parking space. And out on the highway... DeSoto Power Steering makes your control of the car easier, with less road shock. No matter how bad the road, DeSoto Power Steering helps you in steady course, and with practically no effort on your part. DeSoto Power Steering. Never has there been a more brilliant advance in making it easier, safer for everyone to handle a car. See the brilliant new DeSoto with Power Steering, the 160-horsepower Fire Dome V8 engine, and so many other great features. It's now at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And here comes the Sea Scout Groucho and the Girl Scout leader, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question. Here we go for $1,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help from the audience. Here we go. The largest river in France divides the country into two nearly equal parts. For $1,000, what is the biggest river in France? All right, what, uh, what uh, answer have you decided upon? The Rhine. 
I'm sorry, the correct answer is L-O-I-R-E, pronounced war, they tell me. So that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Well, you lost the big money, but uh, how much did they win in the quiz? Uh, uh, $261. Well, thanks and good luck from the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You bet your life. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $1,500. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember, see the DeSoto Fire Dome 8... Tomorrow! Folks, here's a reminder. Help the American Red Cross to be ready for its vital role in any emergency of peace or war. Answer your 1952 Red Cross appeal. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. <laughs> <laughs>